Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons at therewillbedungeons.com, the podcast show live stream that is a D&D game. That's right. We're playing a campaign, and it's a good time. Bo Schwartz is our DM. I'm here, Scott Johnson, with uh, John Jagger, Kristen Ashton, and, of course, Kyle Ferguson. And uh, this week, like many others, we dive into our adventure headlong. But before we do, a quick note that at the middle of the show, during the break, if you're watching live, you're going to want to be here for that because I'm going to give away additional uh, free tees today. Uh, Branded There Will Be Dungeons tees. I don't know which one yet. I will figure it out. But if you want a There Will Be Dungeons signature tee blend and have it sent, shipped physically to your door at no cost of your own, stick around to the middle of the show and you could win. A brand new There Will Be Dungeons Tea from PhoenixPearlTea.com. Uh, would you like to know about the tea I'm drinking this week? Yeah, Scott? what do you got there, buddy? I've got uh, Diantalis, Archfey of Carnage. Oh, I have that Ooh, one right here. I forgot oh. to bring the package up. Oh, can you read what it says? Yeah, it says uh, Green uh, Guasia Tea, uh, same caffeine as coffee. Uh, this herb is like nothing you've ever had, something completely alien yet oddly familiar, like a dark, earthy green tea with a le- uh, uh, sorry, alluringly sweet aftertaste. This has a strange energy to it. Mm, mm. Kind of like its like its namesake, Diantalis. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna pour one out now. I'll pour it out. He's he's a gigant. I mean, he this is nice, good tea. Diantalis is a giant dick. So. <laughs> I'm, we don't. I, mean, I don't want to imply <laughs> that the tea is dickish. Okay, it's real good. Dick tea. Yeah. But it's dick tea. Yeah. Uh, but it'll give you energy. And <laughs> if coffee has taught me anything, it's people are willing to do a lot for a little energy. Damn straight. Well said. Uh, right. Finally, uh, a quick email from a listener. This is from Turner Davis, who wrote in and said. Hello, TWBD crew. First of all, thank you for the brilliant show. Bo is simply amazing. Listening to your show has inspired me to try D&D, but how do I start? I work 10 hours a day, five or six days a week. I'm studying for a degree in my free time, and my second child will soon be born. What would you suggest to a beginner with some free time? Uh, With little free time, rather. In the meantime, I'm about to try uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 again to see if that will scratch the itch. Thanks for all you do. Turner, uh, I would... I would recommend Turner not start playing <laughs> Original Sin yeah. uh, Divinity 2. Finish school. <laughs> yeah, because that game is like... It's a long game. It's a really deep, thick piece of business. You're going to 
you're going to bury yourself in that and forget all about your email to us. He does go on to say, uh, uh, we'll answer this in a second, but he says, P.S. Congratulations to the Fergs. So there you go. Everyone's so excited for the Fergs. Thank you. Uh, P.P.S. I managed to catch the show live three times. The chat room and atmosphere make the experience one of a kind. I recommend everyone try and catch it live. Uh, and finally he says, oh, that's it. That's what he says. <laughs> so uh, any thoughts to Bo as, uh, as, as someone who's running this campaign, uh, a way for Turner to... I don't know. Get yeah, more sure. D&D First in his thing life. is you're going to need other people to play with and you're going to need to want them to commit just like you if you want to get the proper D&D experience, even if it's once a month. So sort that out by the basic rule box, the starter kit. Spend some time reading it, getting enthused about running the game and get those things together and then see how you feel. That way you've not spent a lot of money. You've not spent a lot of time, but you are scratching that itch. Nice. Um, there are adventure modules out there you can buy. You don't have to make things from scratch, and that takes up considerable less time. You just got to read the book and come as prepared as you can be and just have fun with your friends. So uh, that's where I'd start. Nice. That's good advice. We wish you the best, Tuner. 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 Sounds like you're saying you're mispronouncing tuna. I got a little tuna in my tuner. My tuner is tuned to tuna. Anyway, uh, we hope you have a fantastic uh, uh, time trying to find all this out for yourself, but also congratulations on the second little one coming your way, and we wish you guys the best. And now, without further ado, we hand the microphone over to Kristen, who will recap last week and what we might expect from this week of There Will Be Dungeons. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, a different dimension was where the frog hemoth hoped to hop. For all wished it well, and an epic escape ensued. Freely falling through the fusing flesh, our heroes eventually ejected into a purged paunch. Gravity grabbed, and down they dove, suddenly socking soil, with them still stuck in a stinking, shrinking stomach. Trudging through turds toward a tissued tap, they passed putrid pus and pulling pustules, until Varel felt a forced fervor. He pursued the perception past a corner and came face to face with a tentacle terror that tore Varel, Nash, and Stanley toward its toothy trap. More to the mouth they moved as Hope packed her pistols and emptied explosive rounds into the evil. With focus and fury they felled the fiend and Varel was endowed an eyeball in his chest that supplied him a sorceress shield to summon at his sway. The bliss after battle was indelicately interrupted when internal oozes instigated a perilous pursuit through the putrid pathway. Surging over section shafts and tearing down another tentacle truant, they drove onward. Getting around the grasp of the goose and riding a rowboat through the final fraction of a fecal fjord, they finally feasted on the fresh air of outside, a few hours' hike from the city. They resolved to rest. In the morning, their talk turned to the teat and their task of taking it. Varel showed his secret stash of copious coin collected after betting on a bank heist. They garnished hope and gold and devised to drive the dragon Nash into town to claim Hope's rightful place as the ruler of Tietkala. Now rejoin our heroes as they mount a monstrous mirage to burst through a beleaguered burrow and take back what is rightfully theirs, the throne of the Teat. that brings us current let's go Bo. the four of you are now in the air atop nash in dragon form soaring as you get air with your wings and begin ascending into the sky 
hope you were wearing uh, a crown and a tiara on either horn, I believe, and both you and Dientalis, and perhaps Voral have fistfuls of gold coin at the ready to throw down into Trashburg. The air up here is hot, but dry, and the sun bears down on you, even this high in the sky. You can have a clearer view of what's around you when you see the large lake of oil sitting behind Tietkala. To the left of you, you see the mountain range of the dead fingers dotting the horizon. To the right, you see nothing but sand and sky and distortion where they meet. You approach closer. Trashburg will soon be underneath you. Where to? The Citadel, Nash! Sweet! The throne! Let's go! I'll get ready to throw coins down. Alright, as you begin to hit the small little tents and settlements that are outside of the city proper where the gray three-story brick buildings dot the area around the rampart and the keep, uh, the first things that your eyes are greeted with as you scan below are corpses. Men, women, children, strewn about, small fires coming from the buildings. You don't see any living being. As Nash plunges uh, to gain speed to accelerate towards the citadel, which itself is nearly a complete pile of rubble, the ramparts having been broken down, you would guess by the Frogemoth. Your eyes catch below a pixie hulk examining the ground, looking for prey. And it hears Nash, his wings beating, echoing throughout the valley of the Trashburg settlement outside Tietkala. And it looks up, and you just hear, Ooh! as it points up and begins flapping its wings, and begins ascending to your location. And the battle cry alerts more, and you see from the buildings, faces poke out, angry, pixie, hulk faces. As more and more pour out of the windows, five, then ten, then fifteen, and then they form platoons. And they start making uh, these formations destined to attack your location. As they mill about and form, form these squadrons up in the sky and circle you. Oh, man. So we're in the air. They're in the air with us now. They're in the air. There's three squadrons of five that you can make out from a quick glance around. They haven't approached for their attack yet. They're large, massive, yellow and green bodies. Nothing but a loincloth. Their muscles bursting from their necks and from their sides. Men and women, pixie hulks. Faces distorted in rage. How far are they from us? It's difficult to tell, but maybe several hundreds of feet. Okay. They're forming at a safe distance as they collect their teammates from Trashburg below to form their squadrons. 
And this is trash bird we're flying over that is ransacked and messed up and full of hulks. Both Trashburg and the keep they are look Trashburg looks destroyed, their fires, many of the buildings look like they've been stepped on by something large or just destroyed. There are the corpses of people squished with heads torn off, limbs everywhere. You see no living person. The keep itself also partially destroyed from the frog hemoth's assault on it with the rampart being broken down. The main keep having half of it broken into rubble from where it had picked you up. Several of the other buildings uh, broken. You see cars that have been crushed. Vehicles that might have belonged to the Guzzle Gang just swatted aside and completely wrecked. Rubble all through the courtyard. No sign of any opposition, just pixie hulks? Just pixie hulks and the dead corpses of Trashburg citizens that you can see. Is it Oh, wow. All right, well, Nash is going to yell in his big, awesome dragon voice that, you know, they appear to be forming. They're going to attack. We either stay here or go to the ground. We have two choices, friends. Either we assault Monsoon Cabbage and deal with the source of this evil hulkage. Or we place hope in the throne, and she roars away the opposition as queen. <laughs> I'm unconvinced I... that's how it'll work. <laughs> yeah, Monsoon Cabbage might be the better choice. <laughs> I spit my tea back into my teacup. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure it'll work that way. I can keep drinking it. I mean, hope. Can you... What happens when you take the throne? I don't think it's as magical as what Varel thinks it is. I think I agree. Stanley, we need the tactician. Well, um, we were able to on. reason... Oh. oh, pause. Um, we had a long rest, right? After mm -hmm. exiting the Frog Hemoth Corps? We did, yeah. Yeah. I believe this isn't Stanley you're speaking to. Ah, shit! No, it is. Diantalus has not shown up. Oh. Alright. Not, not since Varel attacked was the, him. Was the swap optional? Oh, okay. Alright. <laughs> That's good news. <laughs> um, we were able to reason at least partially with Pod. Maybe we can be lucky again. But there are so many. Uh, I'm going to pull out my megaphone. And I'm going to attempt Mantle of Inspiration. Uh, let me see what the total number of people impacted would be. Uh, or, I'm sorry, Enthralling Performance. Okay. Uh, Alright, so I take out the microphone and I hold it up and I say Pixies you have been caged tortured mistreated and turned into fuel for the citizens below 
I understand your rage, but now you serve the very person who abused you so. We are here to free you from his grasp. You have a choice in this matter. You can fight him, and we can destroy him, and you can have the freedom that you should have had so very long ago. If you choose to attack us, you gain nothing. You continue to be prisoners as you were. I tell you to strive for something more. Strive for freedom. Stand with us, and we will break his hold on you. You have my word. And according to the enthralling performance, I can choose five creatures that watched and listened to the performance. They have to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, and they are charmed for one hour if they fail. Okay. Uh, let's see here. So we'll have to look into the charm part of what we can do under charm, but yes, I will make those. It's a DC 16, right? Yeah. All right. Let's do that. DC 16. Is that per pixie? Sorry. Wisdom. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It's a lot of pixies. Uh, you can do five targets, right? Yeah. So you target a squadron with your megaphone, having the sound move into that direction, and and the squadron seems to be forming up, like you know, gracefully moving into like a V formation, and then three of them stop. Now, for they are charmed by you, so I need to figure out what the. Sorry, charming is not full like mind control or anything like that, mm -mm. as it might mean in a video game. While um, charmed in this way, the target idolizes you. It speaks glowing, glowingly of you to anyone who talks to it. It hinders anyone who opposes you, although it avoids violence unless it was already inclined to fight on your behalf. Uh, this effect ends on the target after one hour. If it takes damage, if you attack it, or if it witnesses you attacking or damaging any of its allies, uh, if the target succeeds on a saving throw, the target has no hint you tried to charm it. Okay, excellent. So what you see is in that one particular squadron, three of them slow down, stop. And two of them keep going, but then arms reach out to grab the two that are going. And you see like a heated debate between the Pixie Hulks happen. You can't really hear what they're saying, but they seem to be arguing in the air flying. And it seems to be an argument about whether or not to... Your assumption would be that it's about whether or not to attack you, that the three charmed by you are trying to convince the two that are not to not attack and there's sort of a big argument going on as hands are raised in the air and, like, ah, and they're flying around each other angrily you just hear a little whisper like but you can't really make out the words of the argument as they, they fly and argue I will continue through the microphone even though now it's no longer a charm and attempt to continue to persuade Okay. Please, aid us. We can set you free. This can be a chance to start over, not being taken advantage of. Isn't freedom better than this? Okay. Uh, you want to roll a performance check? Sure. Or perhaps a persuasion check? I think persuasion's better, actually. Okay, I will do either. More fitting, I should say. It's a natural 20. Okay. Nice. So you direct your, your 
microphone to the other pixie hulks in a hostile rage forming up to attack you and your words don't seem to do anything they seem to be continuing and the first squadron ponies up and begins charging you see the look of anger on their face as they dive uh, forward fists out ready to attack and then quickly as you sort of panic and look around at Nash trying to figure out what he needs to do is he going to the ground is he staying there and on the right side or your is right side aft uh, I don't know uh, let's not complicate things port it <laughs> on your right Star, side starboard <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on your starboard side <laughs> uh, uh, the other squadron rears up and dives in in a formation of five and on either side they are forming towards you they are approaching incredibly rapidly while the third squadron is arguing off in the distance squadron of five each Nash, flee. Flee where? To the keep, Jack. To the keep. All right. I'll kick it into high gear, Uh, flapping as hard as you can, creating distortions in the air. Uh, But these pixies are turbocharged on some kind of incredible magic, and they close in within seconds. And you see them get close, and everyone contemplates what they could have done differently. Should they have jumped? How can they escape this situation? And just as they approach, poof, poof, poof. The first one reaches ahead in his in his form, and these little sparks come off him. He's got his hand raised up, and he's going as the wind flies by him. His wings are rapidly, and the poof stops him. And then he bumps into the other one. They sort of the one squadron. Poof. Um. They, they, they sort of disperse and, and, and trip all over each other, and that first one begins to twitch. And it twitches quickly, and whoosh, he turns into a little pixie. And then one by one, the pixies... And they all turn into little pixies, and you hear them going, What's going on? I don't know. What happened? Where are we? Shit. Oh, shit! That's a... Uh, look at the big thing is gonna eat us! That big black thing! Yes! And they all start squatting and they're like tripping around. Quack go! And you just see all the pixies turn invisible. And the ones arguing are also gone. Well, shit! That's better than nothing, I suppose. <laughs> Fortune is on our side. Hope is made to be queen. Wait, should we. Discuss why that happened, or do you think we're okay to go? Time ran out, is all I can assume. All right, then. To the throne. All right. You dive down, as now you're above the keep. Dive straight down and find an opening amongst in the courtyard amongst the broken vehicles and rubble from broken buildings. And you land safely, and a, and a dust of cloud sort of shoots out from all sides where you land. And you hear, you hear the faint tickle, tickle, tickling of sand, sort of like sand in the air, shooting against the various objects in the courtyard. Now the courtyard, uh, the features you see in it are behind you as the gate is completely destroyed open. There's just a giant hole uh, between two parts, like maybe 50 feet wide, where the rampart has been broken down. And uh, you see destroyed vehicles. Uh, you see that the noble house is in rubble. 
There's a guard barracks that's also uh, partially destroyed, and there's a garage that is completely caved in. In front of you is the keep where you fought the frog hemoth initially, and the front entrance is, is broken down, and you just see the hallway and those double doors where you were uh, in the hallway fighting. So it's like the half the keep sort of broken open. You can just kind of walk into the interior. Nice. I'll get off of Nash and start walking toward those double doors. The same. Yeah, right. me too. Perfect. Do, do you want me to hang here in this form, or should I come with you? Could Nash as a dragon fit through the doors? Um, he could probably squeeze his body through, although he might cause a bit of structural damage to the to the wall. Squeezing through. I'll explain to them that if I relinquish this form now, I'll be... Well, I'll be exhausted. Well, why don't you hold on to it for now, buddy, and keep an eye out. We'll be back buddy. as soon as we can. You got it, pal. I turn around, <laughs> kaplung, kaplung, and I keep an, I keep an eye out. Okay, perfect. So you... Uh, Guard the courtyard while Vorel, Hope, and Stanley move towards the double door. Yeah. After 10, 15 seconds of walking and skirting around the rubble or climbing over where you need to, you make it to the doors. Hope will take a deep breath and look at Stanley and Varel and go, You ready? Are you ready to be queen? Yes. Then I'll kick open the doors. Okay, let's make an athletics check for the kick, please. I'll take the tiaras off my archery and roll as I'm looking. Taking the gold off. A twelve on my mighty kick. Mm, you kick it once and <laughs> doesn't open, but you damage it. Kick it again. All right. Even lower ten. Kick it and it won't give. Hmm. Let's all try. Together, all right. then. All right, with advantage. Someone make the roll with advantage. <sighs> 18. All right, so the three of you, is it three of you or two of you? Is it all together? Three. Or? Yeah. Like all, all three together. of us. All three of you lift up your one leg and just kick forward. Yeah, with Varel. And the doors <sighs> slam open. They don't break off, but they, they're heavy, thick, and the kick causes them to open violently, but then slow. And... Before you is a large throne room. A long hallway on either side, statues of tieflings line the right side and the left side. And down the hallway, past the pews where the nobility would sit in audience of the queen or king of this place is a raised platform with five or six stairs and a throne. Now, sitting atop this throne is a familiar figure. You see the robes of monsoon cabbage sitting there, lounging. He has a spoon and a bowl in his hand, and his hood is brought back to show his face. There's no sunlight in this room, no windows. And at his knee, you see Aladuir leaning up against it, sort of looking limp. And to the right, but above, hanging from the raptors, you see the person you recognize as Suckmaster Din, but his hands are bound to the rafters, hanging from the rafters. He's got a ball gag in his mouth, and he's got nothing but underwear on. 
and you see Aladweer has a bowl and a spoon in his hand, and he's not Aladweer, sorry, Monsoon has a bowl and a spoon in his hand, and he's eating from it. He looks up at the disturbance and it goes, You finally woke up from your nap. Come. Come forward. And then he eats his bowl of whatever's in there, cereal. I'm going to roll a perception check. As he picks up his spoon, a liquid drops from it back into the bowl as if it was cereal, and he takes a bite. Sorry, what would you like to do? Um, I'm anything that looks like there might be something hiding in the shadows or extra figures that we don't Mm -hmm. see uh, in 11. You don't notice anything. Wait, 11. Let me see. Hang on. You don't notice anything this instant? I'll let you know if you do notice something. What is the roof made out of? Uh, So this is all made out of stone. There's no, uh, there is no light source in here. So you're, you and Stanley are seeing this with your dark vision. Uh, Varel, you see blackness, but you hear, you hear monsoon. Before we go in, um, I'll call back to Nash. Nash, what? do you think you can shed a little light in this room for us? <laughs> a cranky dragon. Yes. <laughs> And I'm gonna um mm, <laughs> I kinda wanna just swipe my tail and knock that whole ball in. To shed light in there. <laughs> I mean Do you want just the okay. door or the wall? Maybe the ceiling too. Kick ass! Okay, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna tail swipe as hard as I can the uh the the wall that also contains the door leading in. All right, you just want to break that wall open. Just want to tear it all open. Yeah. Where are you guys moving? All right, so the large dragon in the courtyard is begins approaching the wall where you're standing to knock it down. I'm gonna back up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm diving out, out of the way. <laughs> okay. Back up! I yell. All right, make an athletics check, please, with your okay with your dragon strength. Do you have your dragon? I do. Uh, stuff uh, handy yep it has 19 plus 4 which is very nice in cases like this all right that would be a 20 not natural okay so you swing out with your dragon tail and slam it against the wall (laughs) bricks fall from the ceiling it looks as though it's cracked or busted inside but the wall stands Okay. But crumbs fall from the ceiling, like stone uh, bits. The party runs to a safe location outside of the room. All right, but it didn't fall down, right? No, it'll require more hits. Again, and I do it again. All right. Whoa! With my tail, and this time I roll a Ugh. fourteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, you go to smash it again, and you knock it, and stones again appear to loosen, but you don't knock down the wall. All right, third time's the charm. One more big swing. All right. Uh, 
this one is going to be a 23. All right, this time you wind up, twirl your tail a little bit, and snap it back. And this time you do like the good snap towel snap, where you make sure at the point of impact you create a force of such magnitude that it breaks open the wall. Sweet. Bricks, stones go flying everywhere. Uh, there's a large cloud of smoke, and everything comes crumbling down. The wall then, after the smoke clears, after a few moments, the wall is open, and some of the sunlight moves into the room, but it doesn't reach as far back as the throne. Um, just, for, just for effect, I'm going to... Kaboosh, 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 walk toward in through that dust, that, that nasty brown, orange, lit dust cloud so that okay. when they see this light pouring in they see it wafting over the form of a big so black what, dragon what monsoon cabbage would see would be a giant after the smoke cleared sunlight and through the sunlight the silhouette of a dragon walking through the throne room looking intimidating and angry All right. and as you walk in what you see is you see monsoon cabbage eating some kind of cereal Aladuir lying limp at his feet Suckmaster Din hanging from the rafters with a ball gag in his mouth. And he's going, <laughs> and then you hear Monsoon say, Laszlo, bring in the girl. <gasps> and then you hear, <gasps> and into the sunlight, Laszlo walks in, and in his giant rock arm around her neck, with his hand around her neck, you see Angelashi, and Angelashi's got her, her, her hands on the rock hand and she like ah, she can't speak or breathe it's the hand is wrapped tightly around her neck ah, but she recognizes you instantly even though she's never seen you in dragon form or did she in the thing i don't think she so. may have did she and you've turned into she dragon form the in power the that's for sure yeah she knew. no no she may have seen you in the golden gargoyle because you did transform into a dragon in that fight but oh. um she recognizes you instantly i just don't I, you know she looks at you, she goes nah Help me! I go, you're alive! And Monsoon says, Before we do anything hasty, if you want your girlfriend to live, Nash, perhaps we can talk first. I say, speak now then. If you harm her, I I just, I swear, I'll destroy everything in here, you included. So, when you command him to speak now, he takes Aladuir, and you notice now that he's dead as his body is limp. And he opens up the neck of Aladuir, puts the spoon in, and starts scraping out brains into the bowl, and then drips the blood into the bowl, and you realize it's a brains and blood cereal he's been eating. And he makes a new bowl for himself out of his head. And you hear Suckmaster Din up top going, <laughs> anger and fear uh, coursing through his gagged body. And Monsoon makes another bowl for himself, starts eating. And as he picks up his spoon and lifts the brains up, blood drips back into the bowl like, like a bowl of cereal. And he goes, <laughs> He's like, Where to begin? I have some good news for you. 
Would you invite your friends in so we could all speak about it? I promise a truce. Nash. They're all here. Question. Side. Yes. Yes. Uh, it, was there a, any side entrances to this building? Uh, there are different entrances to the keep, none to the throne room that are accessible from where you are. Okay. So there's there no... Be behind. Well, I mean, you haven't explored the room fully, but there are other halls. It's a large keep, so there yeah. are other halls. It's unclear to you where all the halls go at this point. Nothing you see. You see the halls to the right and to the left of the keep room extended out to either side, and that there was a cathedral on the right side that is somewhat in rubble now. And... Um, way is obscured to your knowledge you don't know of any other way into the throne room okay nothing obvious what you're seeing out here would you invite your friends in Nash come in get in let's go Stanley the hell are you I'll start walking everybody forward Yep. Well, I'll walk first, and if you guys want to follow, you can. I'll go walking in. I'll walk in. Ah, uh, uh, Hope. So good to see you again. Cabbage. I feel like I know you all really well. Because you know I was listening in that whole time. I would say you don't know us as well as you might think, considering every attempt to stop us has failed. You know, you're not wrong. I did underestimate you. Imagine my surprise when, after having instructing you that Kefeli was incredibly dangerous, that you had vanquished her yourself, even though I said I would do it for you. I should be thanking you, I suppose. After all, you killed Kefeli and took care of the giant frog and then decided to go for a nap. And I thought I felt something strange and here was the keep without an owner. And look, I sit upon its throne. Well, everyone's quite silent and somber. I suppose you're still mad at... Understandably so at my betrayal. But I have good news for you, Hope. The keep is yours. I relinquish my claim to it for now. And he puts the bowl to the side and he puts his hands together and sits up says, I'm very interested in your future this doesn't seem right why would he relinquish the throne this simply very astute Nash there is an unforeseen complication and I think Hope is better suited to this than me. You see, you killed Kefeli, but you did not wait for me. So now you must deal the consequences, deal with 
the consequences of it. Andriesta will be here soon. It may be weeks. It may be months. It may be years. But you remember that I told you she was once like me with the gift. Tieflings reject the weir, Hope. You will learn this from your brothers and sisters. And you will see why I call my affliction a gift and not a curse. For vampires have no soul for the weir to take. So, when Kefeli made her promises to Andriesta, what do you suppose she bargained with? She's going to shake her head and stay silent. Yes. I see you know. Yes. And he's Jack Nicholson yesing now. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's right. Andriesta will be here to take Tietkala and all its inhabitants for it, her failure. So tell me, why would I rule rubble destined to die. I just came here to say goodbye, Hope. And to tell you that once you've learned what it truly means to be tiefling, we will meet again. And I will, I will make good on my promise to offer you the gift. But you will come to that conclusion, not me. I also offer you a gift. And he points to Suckmaster Den. It's like, maybe you can take out your frustrations on his body. I've sated myself on his son. And he gestures to Halidor. Now he looks like he's getting prepared to leave. But if you have anything you'd like to say or do, now would be the time. Are you going to free Angelashi? Yes, I will return Angelashi to you. No tricks. No more tricks. Then do it now. When the time, when I feel it is safe for me to go, I will, I will have Laszlo release her to you. Laszlo, his eyes sort of flash a little bit and he says, I will do as Monsoon commanded. Nash, I see you changed. Oh no, you're dragon form. Never mind. He doesn't say the last bit. <laughs> I was gonna make a comment about your robes. Oh, but you're not. You're dragon form. Still. Yeah, I'm a dragon man right now. I would like during this conversation for the eye of Groxel to just mm. be round after round, analyzing, 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 uh, just okay. stacking the whatever monsoon cabbage is vulnerable to into my mind. Okay. So that's again something we're going to have to clear up. That can happen in the heat of combat. Does not work if you're not fighting. Oh. Okay. I'll have to put language in there. Yeah, but you don't get you don't get 
power for being an intrigue guy. You get power from being powerful. You can't be sneaky with your assessment. Well, all the same, if I'm having this thing analyzing my uh, my situation, mm-hmm. what is it telling me? It's telling you to fight. It's stronger. It's telling you that it's a powerful foe. It's a worthy challenge. And fighting it will bring you great glory. You should fight it. It's very linear-minded in terms of its objective, the things that it encourages you to do with its feelings. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. I have a, I have a question for you. Um, I've seen the shrink and the enlarge spell work on Varel a few times. So in my mind, if I imagine Nash shrinking Angelashi, would she fall through Laszlo's grip? How loose is his grip? Mm. It's on her pretty tightly. Monsoon, where are you intending to go? I don't think I'm going to be too precise about where I'm headed. But let's say that I've been so consumed with vengeance that I ignored the great, wonderful world of opportunity out there. And it was your friend who provided me with this opportunity. Bubbles, was it? No. Buttons. (laughs) How that cat loved you, Stanley. It's a shame that you killed him. I think we would put blame on his death on very different people. According to him, it was the people you accompany yourself with. He told me that you went out of your way to save all of them after they had fallen into a trap. And yet they would not, in his opinion, they would not do the same for you. And you have a sickness you carry with you. He wanted to cure you of it. Such are the tragedies of love. Well, turning an entire town against me and falling in league with you is a funny way of showing it, Monson. But that's all right. I'm sure he will be very satisfied with how this story concludes. (laughs) I leave for new opportunities, Hope. When you're ready... Say my name to the wind three times. I will find you. I would... Let's mm-hmm. kick ass. I, <laughs> I would like to uh, walk into the center of the room. You know, probably a carpet leading the main way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, as I walk out of the light, I'm going to change my scales to pure white. So I'm reflecting some sunlight off myself. Cool. Okay. And I'm going to stand directly at the throne. He goes, ah, ah, and say, I cannot allow 
us to release another blight upon this land. And I'm going to start jogging. Nash? I'm going to start jogging. I'm going to say monsoon cabbage. If you have a shrink, use it on the the Monsoon cabbage. And I'm going to load up my gun. (laughs) All right. I summon you now. And I'm going to charge him. Okay. Make your attack roll. All right. I enter my rage. I light my shield and recklessly climb the stairs. He leaps into the the air, a lizard of white, and the shield comes out as he's in midair. Badass. And I attack him with a reckless attack of 25. It is a hit. Roll your damage dice. Two, nine, 13 points of damage from the first attack. Okay, sorry, you're attacking with the actual shield or with the sword? Uh, with me. the sword, with the sword. Okay. So shield is a lit because the room is dark, so I now have vision when I'm where I'm going. You swing and slice his chest open. Cool. I will attack him again. This is, cannot be a reckless attack. Uh, 17. 17, okay. Uh, it's a hit as well. Cool. Eight, nine, ten... 14 points of damage. Okay, and you, you swing again, and he jumps up from his chair, his bowl of blood cereal just falling out, and as you, ah, ah, and his face turns savage. Ah, and after you do the damage, he disappears and changes into mist. And the mist dissipates. Does the mist have any direction? It goes in all the different directions, and then you hear a voice echo throughout the hall. One last thing, Hope. 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 You'll find the tieflings here will not take kindly to a tiefling that's pledged herself to a weirlord. And I know you've been to the weir, or you would not have sent Nobieri there. And then the room falls silent. And the mist dissipates. And Laszlo becomes lifeless. It just seems like the life drains from him. And then Ash, Angela Ash is like, Nash, get me out of here. And she can't open up the rock hand. She's still sort of, she's like, starting to choke, hanging from the hand. Um, I'm going to yell, Varel, help her. I'm not right, quite ready to turn into a man again. Okay. Hope I'll run over and help give her feet support so she has something to stand on. Okay. All right. You I'm do that standing on the. I'm standing on the stairs, screaming his name, three times, <laughs> three times each. Someone, please. A bit heavy. Bro, he's gone. Help, help her. Hope. What was his true name? Hope is searching her memories. Yeah, Sept- very Septwin, Septwin Mir. Septwin. <laughs> Septwin Mir? Yes. Mir. I scream. I scream that three times into the air. Appear! Fulfill your promise and I'll break your knees so you may no longer bend them. Your words echo, but they don't produce any results. Hey, yeah. All right. Pharrell, he's gone! 
Then I turn my rage and I point up to you, Suckmaster. And I'm gonna take my shield and throw it at the rope that's holding them up. Okay. I'm running over to help Angelashi get free. Thank All you, right. Stanley. Uh, Varel first, make your attack roll. Range strength attack, go. Ooh, natural 20. To cut All a right. rope. <laughs> yeah, it's only like has two hit points a rope, I think. So, yeah, you don't have to roll for it. Your modifier alone will take care of it. Um, you throw out the, the, the shield. It cuts it, and it comes back to your hand. You catch it, and uh, he begins to fall. All right, so, uh, Stanley, you wanted to run and help Angelashi? Yeah. All right, you do that. Uh, what, what? How do you want to help her? try and pry the fingers off I guess okay so they're stone fingers you'll have to break stone so if you're using your hands let's make an athletics check or well if I have any other method that would be better I don't yeah so I just just slamming trying to break it free I guess okay. with the hilt of my sword uh strength that's an 18 Okay, so you bash it with the sword and little pieces come off. Psh, psh, but this is really solid stone, so you get a little bit off, but you're going to have to keep working on it. Maybe it'll take you about 10 minutes of bashing, and hopefully you don't hit her in the face during the process. This isn't going to be enough. I need help. Nash, get in here. All right. And then I guess I'll go out of out of dragon form. All right, roll your dice. Um One D four minus one. Okay. Two. Rolled a three. Took down two. All right. So you suffer two levels of exhaustion. Okay. Put them in. Oh, one second. Where's my exhaustion shit? All right. So the or we're waiting to see what you're going to do. I Hope, always I think forget you where this is. You remind me where the exhaustion stuff is. I always forget. Uh, top right of your character sheet, there's a status and conditions. And if you go to add active conditions, the bottom one says exhaustion. Status okay. and conditions. Where? Under your hit points. Where? Oh, duh. There it is. All right, two. Let's scroll down and two and boom. Done. All right. All right. Uh, Hope you said you were going to do something. I was just holding her feet up so she has something. To okay, so she's not choking she's not anymore. Choking. Okay, yeah. Perfect. All right, Stanley continues to bash it. Uh, Nash turns back into a man form. Yeah. Um, and? I'm trying to think <laughs> what I can do even more than Stanley can do. Nash, yeah. it's stone. Just yes. tear the arm apart. Okay. Can I do that? Can I displace Earth that way? Uh, you do have a mold earth spell. I know, but can I... I think it works on stone, but if you read it, it should say. I thought it had to be a volume of stone in that size, but I guess not. I guess it doesn't matter. It's just an arm. I mean, about. yeah, if you can do something that's already shaped like a dude. Okay. Assuming uh, it's not a Let's do spell. that then. Um, I'm going to mold the earth mm -hmm. and rip his arm yeah. apart. You choose dirt or stone that you can see within range that fits within a five foot cube. So I mean, it's a bit taller, but you can you know, cast this cantrip. You can okay. mold it as you will. So you take the arm part and mold it into what? Uh, I'm gonna turn it into. Uh, I'm just gonna dissipate it, like spread it all out, so it's just 
Okay, into particular bits. Right? Yeah, and then yeah, let so it you drop. Just, you know, just make a motion with your hand, and then it dissipates. <laughs> and she drops down. She goes. <coughs> I'll pat her back. Thank you. Rub it a little. And as that happens, uh, since nobody's catching the Suckmaster, hits the floor. He's going to take fall damage. <laughs> Boo freaking who for the Suckmaster. <laughs> All right. He takes 22 points of damage and breaks both of his legs. And you hear him go. With the ball gag in his mouth, he's unable to articulate his pain fully. And. He's just writhing in pain on the ground. I will kick him over towards his son. Okay, you kick you kick him over, push him in close. And as you kick him, it knocks Aladwir and then his head sort of was back and it's there and he's continuing on in his torment, screaming in pain. Angelashi, we th- we were told you were killed. I need some water. I, I, Does anyone have water? Hold on, water. I'll pull out <laughs> my water skin. Offer it. She takes it from you gently and drinks some. <sighs> Thank you. And then she sees you, Nash, in human form as she runs up and she uh, embraces you, hugs you, just squeezes you really tight. And you, she buries her head into your the side of your smelly cloak, <laughs> <laughs> All right. and you can hear her begin to sob, and you can hear see her shoulders, and she's just sobbing in your shoulders right now. All right, I, I return the embrace and I whisper in her ear, "I haven't had a shower in like four months. I'm so sorry. I don't." She starts sort of laughing too, along with you. <laughs> Through her tears, there's a bit of laughter. She's like, "I don't care." I don't. All right, seeing what Varel's doing, I'm gonna head that way now. Head yeah, to are the. Th- yeah. Are there? Uh, so you said there were chairs set up, or are they all pew style? They're like pew style. There's rows. There's like areas for nobles to sit, uh, or you know, stand. Some like there's an area for nobles to stand, area for nobles to sit. Presumably, depending on where they fit into the structure of this place. Any normal chairs? No, all but the throne. What's the throne look like? Throne is um, solemn cement. Looks fastened to the ground, like built into the ground itself. Old, chipped in various places. It's not a gaudy affair. It looks like an old affair from an old time. That was just that's been maintained. Very simple in its its structure, but it has um, has these edges on it that sort of produce these sharp and threatening reliefs when light is cast upon it. But simple in design. Hmm. I am pleased by this. <laughs> Vorel. Stanley. What are we doing with the uh, Suckmaster there? He mourns his son at the moment. If he's a good man, the pain will be greater than his legs. Seems fine enough. Are we going to remove the gag? 
His first words will be his sentence. And I'll reach down and pull off the gag. All right, you reach down. He looks up at you. You pull off the gag. He says, Who the hell are you? And what have you done with my kingdom? <laughs> you seem confused, Suckmaster. My door. <laughs> I'm not confused by murderers. I'm going to kneel down look like. in front of him, look him dead in the eye, flick him in the nose. Uh, excuse me. My name is Stanley Billings. <laughs> you might have heard about me. I'm considered one of the biggest criminals around these parts. So let's be clear about one thing real quick. We didn't do this to your kingdom. You did this to your kingdom. You allowed it to fester and rot, and now you are the king of nothing. Do you understand? You've lost everything today. You're the one the cat wanted. Let's not dwell on that. You have an opportunity here. Answer us, and you might get to continue on. Don't, and we'll leave the decision up to uh, our big lizard friend here. Sorry, looks it. He looks at, at Varel, and he looks back to you. Okay, your question. Varel, what, he, he seems amenable. What did you want to ask him? As the Suckmaster, who was responsible for the Guzbucks? The Guzbucks are a great uh, currency for the Trashburgians. So, me? I'm afraid you have enslaved an entire town with a false currency, and thereby thereby employed slavery. It's not a false currency. uh, Fair wages for all men and women who work in the refinery. But trapped they are here. Stanley, would you be so kind as to produce what the rest of the world uses so these people might be free? I pull out a little bit of gold. Those are only for Guzzlegang. Only for Guzzlegang. Seems like you got yourself a nice little class system here. Keep yourselves rich. Keep the others just poor enough to have to keep working for you every day of their life. What alternative do they have? They can starve in the sands, or if they want to make settlement here, they can work under our rules. You didn't offer them a very good life. It seems the keep was where everyone got to flourish, and down there they were throwing buckets of waste into the streets. This place belongs to the Guzzle Gang! I flick them in the nose again. (laughs) There, There is no Guzzle Gang. Your kingdom is in ruins. You are the king of nothing. I want to know why an entire town had to die for your selfishness. The town is dead. It was the monster. It wasn't me. 
the monster betrayed us all. That, that tiefling, Monsoon, who was here. You knew of him? Well, I, I just met him. You didn't know that he was operating in your city, running the 26 gang. Shakes his head no. You were that blind to the goings-on in your own town. Uh, the filth will have their ways. As long as the oil keeps pouring, there's no need to disrupt their society. As long as they don't have guns... The guns belonged to the Guzzle Gang. And he looks like you're going to flick him again. He sort of tries to pull back his nose. He used past tense to make sure he don't flick his nose again. <laughs> <laughs> they did have guns. They were well armed. They probably didn't even need the pixie army he set upon you, but that certainly did the trick. You let this town fester and die under drugs and gangs and warfare while you sat in a keep and watched. So, how are you going to make it better? He looks at his son. And his eyes just appear dumbfounded. He doesn't respond. It seems as though the idea of making this place better is like the furthest thing from his mind or answering that question. I stand up and just look at Pharrell. Do with him what you will. He's as broken as this whole city. I just walk away. Hope? Yes? Your ass is needed. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Well, first things first. And then she'll go up and she'll grab Aladweer's leg and drag the body into the sunlight. Just in case. Okay, you drag it into the sunlight. Cool. And I'll Doesn't leave it there effect. in the sunlight. Okay. okay. You hear the bugs as they start to make their way towards them. All right. And then I'll walk up to the throne. And I'll turn around and face outward. Put my tail up and sit down. And as you sit down, from the other side, a large cloud of smoke, <sighs> blue and black, appears from nowhere. And you hear a <laughs> And the cloud expands. <sighs> So it fills one half of the room and there's a large large blackness and a reflectiveness inside the smoke and as you peer in and everyone turns to look to see about what this commotion is a figure walks through hunched over, bent horned you see Riddle Nobieri walk through the portal and then you hear the stamping of many feet on the ground. And behind him, in rows of 15, tieflings, men, women, children in armor with pole arms, swords, shields, 
hundreds of them walk through the gates and fill the throne room. Now Varel is Jack Nicholson. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. As the tieflings begin moving into the room in an organized, almost military-like fashion, they move in. Some have helmets, some have broken horns. They look worn. They're those that are green and purple and blue, and they begin to fill into the room, walking around you. Angel Ashy holds you close, Nash, as tieflings mill on either side, and they either take place in the standing area or stand. They don't sit, but stand at the pews and form and fill the room. Eventually, they all make it through the room packed all the way to where Nash broke the wall open with tieflings. Some sun spilling out on some of them, some not. Hope's holding back tears. Just trying to remain stoic. And they look before you, and Nobieri ascends the stairs quietly, his staff making a loud... as he makes his way to the top. He says, Tiefling of Tietkala, welcome back home. I present to you your new queen in this new time. Hope. No. Akmenos. And the room, the room, uh, you're, you're, you speak, but the room begins chanting all in one shot. You hear, En Jogalom as Akamenokat. En Zalogalom as Akamenokat. And they're beginning to chant, and they begin kneeling one by one as they begin chanting this and bashing their weapons into shields or stamping it into the ground. And there's a large din of approval as this chanting goes on. And then from behind him, Nobieri reaches behind from an unseen place in his robes and pulls out a black crown, jagged. Looks like it's been distorted through the warp. There's no sense of jewel on this or adornment. It looks like it's been through hell and back. And he approaches you kneels somewhat, not all the way to his knees, places the crown upon your head, and then moves to your side of the throne. As the tieflings all chat, Enjogalom as Akomenokat. Enjogalom as Akomenokat. Enjogalom as Akomenokat. The break. (laughs) (laughs) This is getting intense, man. All right, we're uh, we're gonna take a quicker. Everyone's gonna go pee and uh, reassess who we are and what we're doing. And we'll be right back with more. There will be dungeons. Don't go anywhere. Oh, and don't really don't go anywhere because in a second I'm gonna give away a tea. So everybody, hang in there, okay? Be right back.
Greetings. All right, we're back at it. Part two of this episode begins now. Bo, take it away. The crowd before you is chanting, Enjogalom as a Kamenokat. Enjogalom as an Kamenokat. And they're chanting, and then Nobieri raises a hand up. And everyone stops. And he turns to you and leans in and whispers, and he says, You should address your people now. Search yourself, and you will know what to say, but... And he puts a hand on your shoulder. He says, Say nothing of your dealings with the weir. I'll, uh, hope I'll nod. Take a deep breath. And she'll look out on all of those faces. The faces of her friends. The faces of her people. And she'll slowly stand up. And she'll get a sly smile on her face and she'll look at Burrell. And she'll do a little nod and look at the suck master in front of him. Like a little kill him kind of a look. Whoa. And she'll wait. Burrell will clasp a fist and agree to the eyes and swing the sword up and around and down on the suck master. Attack with advantage. All right. Sucks to be the suck master. <laughs> 17. He looks up in horror from Aladweer as you bring the sword up, your shadow over top of him. And his hands shoot up as he goes, Nope. But before you can utter a complete sentence, the sword comes down and you decapitate him. Okay, so as the blood is pouring from this guy, Hope's going to bend down with four fingers, dip it in the blood, and then run it across her face <laughs> and stand up and face her people. <laughs> and she'll say, Welcome. I know not how long you've been gone, but I am happy to see you here. We have all been betrayed, but we will rebuild. This is our home, and no one else's. And then she'll sit down. You see nodding. Everyone's quiet. And then, as the tieflings look to one another, there's some murmuring. Here, as people begin speaking quietly to one another, a rather large-looking tiefling in plate mail, black plate mail, extends a foot out and rises to his feet. He takes his helmet off. His figure is large and strong. He's green. He's got a Chris Hemsworth look to him. Ah, uh, remember him from the solar mines. <laughs> long, long, smooth horns extending upward and not back. Symmetrical. A beacon of male viril uh, 
virility. He looks to the people behind him, then looks to you, and he says, <clears throat> Queen, I am Melgor of Poxis. I'm father of the Order of Poxis. I request your permission to send teams to secure this location. Hopeful nod. It's one solemn. He turns around and he points two fingers over to the side and two tieflings get up. Assemble your teams. Kill any who resist. And then they begin... They themselves, the two he points to, begins pointing to others, and certain members in the crowd rise and begin making their way to the back. They're all heavily armored, black plate mail, swords, shields, and they all are strong, men and women, as they move to the back of the room and begin forming teams and leave. Melgor turns to you again. He says, We have been gone a long time, according to Nobieri. But from what we can feel, it is as if it's only been minutes. When we left, the Cursed Ones were taking over everything. Slaughtering us. Are they still here? Zeptwin is gone. I don't know if he left anybody behind, but if the, you find any, drag them into the sun. The traitor lives. Still. I will find and kill him. So, we remain in danger, and we must be ever vigilant and protect our queen, as he turns to address the crowd, from its threat. Thank you to the ingenuity of our dead tongue, Nobieri. We have survived for now. Another uh, tiefling rises to the left, wearing robes. He doesn't look armored. He looks like more... Of a, not a commoner, because he has the clothes of nobility, but not someone of combat. says... I am Fula Dentipilius. I am from the house which provides for the Tiet Kelin. How do the farms fare? Will there be food? Our entire stay here, there's been food. There may be some sort of insect infestation so be wary when you check on the farms we would like to make that our first priority your highness yes another tiefling gets up from the right side I am Relium Vanch I see the structure of the keep is in shambles. With your permission, we wish to assess the extent of the damage and begin the repairs. I can see even now the great halls of the Akamenos 
fortress have been destroyed. Look at look at the damage to the wall, to the throne room. Please tell us what happened here. There was a great battle, and the four of us came out victorious. And I'll nod to Nash, Stanley, and Varel. But what happened? Giants. Who were we fighting? Vampires. Men, humans with guns. Oh, you're ugh. from a, a collective groan at the mention of the word human. <laughs> like, ugh. Hope will remain stoic. <laughs> I look slightly annoyed, but it's fine. Nobieri gets up and says, Now, now, there will be many questions, and we will have time to answer all. Our queen is committed to leading Tietkala back to its glory, but we can't do this all now. Please help Melgor assess the damage and find out what hostiles remain. Otherwise, help Fula or Velem with their efforts. We will meet again tomorrow here and have a council with all. For now, please leave the queen. We have council. And as if with purpose, the tieflings begin getting up, forming into groups and making their way outside with purpose as they go out to assess the damage and conduct work outside. And the nobiary, as the people exit, turns to you and he says, you handled that well, child. Thank you, Novieri. But we must have we must have a war, war council. And he turns to Melgor and says, Melgor, come. And then Melgor and Novieri begin making their way to a door behind the throne room to another room. I'll get up and I'll motion to Stanley Varel and Nash to follow. Okay. You also notice as you get up, two of the tieflings, uh, a woman and a man, um, actually run in your direction after Melgor sort of points to them. They run to your direction and then stand on either side of you. Oh, nice. I'll nod at both of them very uh, stoically. Okay. So uh, Melgor and Nobieri make their way to a doorway in the back, open it up, they move in, and uh, disappear from view. All right, with uh, the four of us, I guess we'll head to the back. Okay, um, so one of the guards rushes ahead of you and opens the door for you, and you make your way through. Now, who's going through next? Well, that's an ominous question. I would go right after. Okay, Pharrell, you begin to walk through the door, and one of the guards turns around to you and checks you with the spear they have in hand. Checks me. Takes takes the thing and shoves you with it crossways. Like a hockey player. Pushes you back. Excuse me. Hearing that, that's when Hope will turn around. Yep. Let them through. They are my counsel. He looks back to you and nods and steps away from Varel. <sighs> Ah, 
And I'll enter. <laughs> <laughs> so annoyed. Right. Varel, you enter Nash and Stanley, you follow. And you make yourselves, uh, you, you enter into a small, like it's still a large room, but a smaller room. The shelves are empty, suits of armor, various, just like there's a sextant on one side, the tools of a war room you see around, but no maps, no materials. This looks like an unused room. Once everyone's inside, Melgor nods to one of the guards and they close the door. What's a sextant? Just, I don't know what that is. And Google it. It's a device to find your way around on a map, particularly used in, I think, um, like nautical navigation. Oh, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It measures an angular distance between two points, two All visible right. objects. There All you right. Go. It's a big fancy looking device. Missed that. I time. remember it because I got a sextant in Ultima 4 when I was a kid, and I was like, Whoa. Oh, really? What is that? It's always a weird object to me. That's insane. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little bit of trivia for you there. Um, so you enter into the room and you see these devices. You see the table. Nobiary looks around to everyone and says, All right. What we discuss in here must stay in this room. Is this understood? Elgor nods slowly. He looks to the four of you. Well, the three of you. He's not concerned about hope, agreeing. Nod. I'll nod. Yeah. Melgor looks to Nobiary and he says, Why are they allowed in here? They are my counsel. They are not tiefling. Many things have changed since they've been gone. The lizard folk... I understand, but the smelly ones, the humans. You can trust them as much as you can trust the lizard folk. What are the names? Stanley, and Nash, and Varel. Very well. I am not an easy tiefling to please. But if you are on the side of Tiet Kaleen, then you are with me. He nods, he's not getting a response back, and Nobiary looks and says, So, Hope, what happened with Septuan? You, you told them that the vampire was still alive. I was a little worried that it might cause some panic. But... It seems the people are behind you. He he was in here on the throne, and he said he would relinquish it to me because we killed Kalefi, and we found that apparently Kalefi promised Tietkala to Andriesta, the demon. No so she'll be back at some point. What? And he panics and looks to Nobieri and looks to you and says, Are we in danger? Have we have we brought everyone back and walked into a trap? 
Nobiri looks to you for an answer. I'll look at Stanley, Nash, and Varel. Not until the principal dis is destroyed, correct? I was under the impression that demons couldn't manifest on the surface world as long as the principal was in place. Noble nod. Nobiri looks at his... Katobalpraith made no mention of this to me. So... So we are safe? For now, it would seem. Are there any other hostiles in the city proper? The only others I can think of, aside from the gang members that might still be alive, uh, the, the farms, there might be giant insects, humanoid size down there. They, they work through mind control, um, but we never went over there to check ourselves. Melgorna, this is, I will send my best men to examine this. Anything else? And I'll look to Nash, Stanley, and Varel. There's anything else they remember? The wedding celebration parties that were to arrive in their vehicles. That's why you're the host. Wouldn't they have been here by now? I don't know. We spent a lot of time underground. It's hard to say exactly how much time has passed. True. So an external force might be showing up. Very well. We will send the rangers out to examine the outskirts and assess any threats coming our way. Keep your eye out for a big... Uh, Cyclops named Glorp or Gorp Orp he looks to you he says does the smelly one speak true yes it's been a, a it's been a very long time since we've seen him and he could be just marauding around and should just keep your eyes open I mean I'd be rather surprised if he found his way here but I suppose he is unaccounted for Elgor looks to you Hope and he says I would not give you reason to worry. You've been among human kinds far too long. We are tieflings. One of us is worth 20 of them. We will keep this place safe. And pixies. We can't see them, but pixies there too. are pixies in the town. Very well. And they're probably pissed. One more thing comes to mind. The brood of the frog hemoth. Oh. But would they even survive without the parent? If they're an amphibian in nature, they do not need the parent once they've hatched. They're at the bottom of the pit, and they still should be. What is a frog hemoth? A giant frog monster who is huge. It had teeth, and it, we were inside of it for a little bit. I assume this was some kind of aberration summoned by an apostate. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, there's a pit in town, you say? 
Yes, at the front of this uh, structure. I will I send a, a squadron to examine it. What else? I think that might be everything. Very Don't well. underestimate the bug. We will get this town under control. Oh. From what we've heard, this creature that might be lurking around, uh, the insect, is very formidable. I think it's called a lactid. Never heard of such a creature. We will look for it. Anything you can tell my men that I send out once Councillor Jones, you should do so. Can I rely on you to do that, Stanley? Sure. Very well. Now we have something to discuss with you, Hope. Or you said your name might be Orifi? I think you were drowned out during the chanting. Yes. Orifi. Nobieri tells me that... You come from the wastes. That he sent a child out and some caregivers to protect the line, and you've been lived away from Tietkala for many, many generations. Yes. You will have to undergo an education because it might sound like a nice thing to discover you're a queen. But you have much to learn. What do you mean, education? There'll be no brainwashing here. I mean about the history of the houses. Say Fula would like to have an increase in the resources to man the farms, but that means pulling some folk from Relim. What impact does that have? Do you know? The houses of Tietkla have all cooperated for centuries. Navigating this... Navigating these venomous snakes, if I'm being completely honest, will require some formation. Hope I'm not. very well. That means as much as you value your counsel of these of these men, they will offer you nothing in Tietkala. My counsel to you is, Queen, offer them a life here, a good life, a farm. If they helped you and are the heroes you say, let them want for nothing. But they cannot help you for your future here. You will be bound to this place. Every day new problems will arise and you will have to counsel the leaders of the houses to keep their flocks in line. It's different than wandering the wastes and slaying any problem too difficult to solve with a few words. We also have to discuss uh, 
Um, and he sort of blushes a bit and he says, we have to discuss some um, contingency, lineage. Are you able to sire children? No. Excuse me? <laughs> no. Excuse me? <laughs> he looks at no beer, beer and he's like, how does she know this? <laughs> it was an accident when I was a child. Nobiary sort of looks. Well, perhaps this is a problem we can consult the spirits about. I know that there are ways to undo such curses. I, it might be overwhelming for you to discuss this now, but I am a dead tongue. I speak with the spirits of our ancestors. Surely we have come across this problem before. It is important, your duty as leader, to carry on the Akmenos line, and we will help you to do this. I'm just really quiet, staring at the table. Belgor, this is a lot for her for one day. We will continue tomorrow. Very well. Stanley, if you will come with me, you appear to have knowledge of the dangers of this town. Please come with me. Yes, I'd be happy to help. And he walks out of the room and you follow. You see Angel Ashy waiting outside, just sort of sitting. She looks up to see who it might be and it's not Ash, so she looks back down. (laughs) There's no interest in your plant, dude. Stanley? (laughs) A goblin might be lost among the ramparts. I'll let them know, Varel. <laughs> Blowy! <laughs> <laughs> He's holding them off with his Blowy. <laughs> All right, so uh, Stanley exits. Nobieri says, Thank you, I must go rest. The t- my, time in the, my time in the weir was exhausting. Take all the time you need. I will return to my quarters downstairs. And he also leaves the room, leaving the three of you in the council room. Hope will kind of exhaustedly throw her arms on the table and rest on them. I can't be stuck here, guys. Big responsibility, Hope. I pace back and forth, folded arms, (sighs) looking down at her. This is kind of a, this is a big deal. You can't just you can't just walk in here and pretend like you're not in charge now. You're the boss. What are you gonna do with all this responsibility? I don't know. We can't stay here forever. There's no need. They desire a brood, and you can leave them one. Uh, with their magical they can't fix me. Aid. <laughs> but how long would that be? How long would that take? How long do your people just date with the aid of magic? I don't know with magic. We have a thousand days, give or take a month. There is time for us to rebuild, to secure our footing in the southern place of this land. It is a good position for all of the wastes 
Yes. And and if if we spend some time here, maybe maybe we could all study with somebody. You could study war tactics. Nash, you could study magic. Stanley could study magic. We we get stronger or something. <sighs> it's a little overwhelming for poor Hope. <laughs> it's not a loss for words. I agree. We came together as Hillguard, and we were not prepared for the rule we find ourselves in. Time will be most welcome, and we should fortify ourselves with it. And I can't rule this place without you guys. I hope I, you know that. Will we be allowed to? They seem rather... I'm the queen. They have to let me. Well, it seems that we'll be a real test for their willingness to let you make all the shots. I personally have no problem with that. Throw your weight around. See if we can't... I don't know. Prove their worth by seeing if they'll uh, abide by your ruling or if they just intend for you to be a puppet for these people. I won't be a puppet. We've seen our share of puppets in our time together. And if Nash Maggard of the Solar Mines has anything to do with it, Hope will not be one of them. And while I say that, I am stoic as shit looking. Just like mind-bendingly stoic. Left you all speechless. Hold on, I think I lost everybody. <laughs> Hold on. Hello? Hello? Hi. Sorry. Are we still, are we still on the internet? Yeah. yeah, what's going on? I don't know. Everything kind of went weird for a minute. Appears to be okay now. Yeah, I think it's okay now. Sorry, continue on. Where the hell were we? Well, you never froze for us, so. Yeah, yeah, what you guys. Was the last thing you got. Is that why you were talking over me? <laughs> yes, because but at some point I got to the point where I made my my stoic face, and then nobody said anything for a long time, and I looked at the screen, <laughs> and your faces were all just looking. Like this, but it didn't occur to me that you weren't moving. So well, we I, actually heard it all. 
So I waited. Yeah. So I waited a little longer, and then you still weren't moving. So I came back into the call, and now you're all moving again. So but I don't, I don't know what was picked up on the recording and what wasn't. None so, of what, nothing you said was picked up. It was all just dead silence. Yeah. On well, Stan- Stanley's returned back to the room after having done consulting with Melgor. Oh, good. All right. I consulted with Melgor. I told him about the lacted what we know. I believe they will exercise, hopefully, proper caution, though these tieflings are certainly full of themselves. I also told them to keep an eye out for Bok-Bok, that he is an ally and should be brought to us, uh, just to say Vorel, if uh, he gives them any trouble. I told him about the 26 block, the Toe Rippers, the Pixies, and even to keep an eye out for that gnome soft head. So, I think that covers most of the bases. Everyone in here is looking awfully stoic. Thank you, Stanley. I did not enjoy hearing our uh, adversaries listed as such. It makes me feel old. What? Hearing them all in one pile like that. Have we really upset so many people in the waste? certainly have a habit of not making friends uh, the list seems to grow longer and doesn't often shrink I mean we just got an army on our side so that's something that is a big list of friends so what did I miss hope is to be uh Burdened in policy. But I can't do this without you guys. So? But we can't stay here forever. No, we use the time we have. We grow stronger. And now we have this principal question. If we destroy him, that means Andriesta, as well as Ketovalpray, gains access. There is a logic that follows that the death of the principal might also mean the death of Tietkala. If Monsoon's correct about what he says. That's true. He is a liar. Lying, liar, liar pants. Either way, it seems like we are going to be setting up roots for at least a little while while we find a way to set up shop here to some degree might not be bad to have a place we know is friendly that we can return to. There's not a lot of those out there. No. And also I was thinking maybe we we could each find someone or a group to train with. Um, there's no telling the knowledge these people have. It's not a bad idea. I am curious, uh, there are any survivors out there in Trashburg. It certainly didn't seem that way, but what are your plans for the people that were here before? If there are any remain. I say if they if they were just people we give them a place here. We integrate them into society, but if they were part of the gangs, if they were part of the police, we execute them. We scrub it clean. We can't trust those. 
But the regular people, they were just trying to make do. It does seem if you'd like to make points with the humans, or with the people here, rather. <laughs> uh, you, you know, a benevolent, a benevolent approach, benevolent approach would be better. Yeah. At least toward them. So let them all live? Well. It's hard to tell what the 26 block gang believes or knows. They definitely worked for the enemy, but so did we. That's a fair point. They're easy enough to identify. They've decided to advertise it all over themselves. I think the people here deserve a shot, if any remain. Let them see what a ruler who's going to treat them just and fair offers them. Okay. So, a fresh start for everyone. If they're willing to take it. That's fair. How would you suggest, then, we... We... We ask them if they're willing to take it? And if they refuse? You can bring them before me. With the eye, I can judge... Those that are worthy. Pharrell, the eye didn't judge me worthy. You use weaponry that is less than noble. I, I just want you to know that. It is a fair point. The scroungers will likely be overall unworthy. And the big question becomes, how do we control the tieflings around however many humans are still alive? We can't have a, a, a segregated neighborhood for just the humans, but I don't know how quickly these people would take in humans who they so clearly dislike. Well, they listen to you. Yeah. I guess if, if the humans can do a job, they do the job. They have a job. Regardless of where it is, the castle, out in town, on the farms. We have farms, we have a refinery to keep up. That is where we get the oil, where we will build our funds to run a war. Yes. But again, it, it will prove their, their fealty to you. If they don't like your choices, and they start going over your head, then we know that this is all for naught, and we can kill them all <laughs> or we could exile them from the city Nash well that works too but I'm just saying this is a great test of that either way if we're not sure this is how we find out we command them to their new queen if they don't follow those orders or try to usurp her or grumble and you know decide that she's not fit to be their queen and they're just giving us lip service well then we'll know and we'll We'll act accordingly. Cast them out or kill them. Start telling which of the families we can trust. Yes. Okay. You'll learn fast who we trust and who we don't. Um, Varel, you mentioned something about Guzbucks? To the slave? The suckmaster? Yes. 
<laughs> They're broken currency that keeps all trapped here. I would request, my queen. No, please. Oh, it's fun to say. Not with us. <laughs> Very well. But it is fun to say. <laughs> Very well. I request that we move to a system that doesn't require the use of a unshareable currency that locks all here. And if we do banish them, they can be gifted an amount that would allow them some sort of passage. Alright. So gold. I think that's the only thing we've found works in every town we've gone to. In fact, this could very well be a part of the pod that we have proposed. The pillars of decency for all men here. Yeah, I feel and a certain and creatures. A certain pain to my heart, heart when he says that. I hear him say pod and I just feel a little sad for a minute. So what were they? We never wrote them down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we no. were in Nobieri's office and I said let's write them and then we never did. We got busy with eyeballs and whatnot. Well, now would be a perfect time to begin crafting them. Do we have I mean, the paper? Maybe not literally right now, but oh. now in the general sense of we have some downtime, it seems. Very good. Well, I think that's all of the major stuff we could possibly talk about. Unless you all have thoughts. I, I do only... have one large request. Go. We need to scout Principal City. There's no use in all we're doing to be moving off of rumors, even if they come from a weir lord. Should we... When you say we, you mean uh, us, or should we should we dig deep into this new army we have and send our best? I think we would send someone in this case. Even if we decide to set out on the next leg of our journey, it takes us the opposite direction. But to that end, Hope, I do have a few requests I would make of you, if you would be so inclined. Of course. I happen to know that Buttons had a room somewhere within the keep or this area. Uh, if anyone should stumble upon it, I would very much appreciate having my book returned to me. Yes. Furthermore, as of late, I have had to watch my own hands hurt a great deal of people. It's something I'm not proud of, and I would very much like to do all that I can to make amends for. To that end, if you can find any books or anyone among your people that is capable of medicine, aid, other resources, I'm afraid this town is very much down a doctor though he might have not been very good to begin with. I would like to put something in place that can care for the people here. Yeah. 
I think we could do that. Thank you. Stanley, old softy. <laughs> I believe we have an errand. We should also find out if uh, George's family survived or not. Yeah. I'll dig into my cloak and bring out that that doll. We made a promise, and Stanley offered to go with me. So at some point, we need to go do this. We do. Perhaps we can do that while... we send off those who we choose to scout Principal City. We'll figure out a time, but you and I can see to it easily enough. Okay. But... Also, I think a celebration is in order. I think drinks were promised in the stomach of that foul creature that we were drugged through. And I plan to make good on that. It would be good for morale as well. All these, all these new uh, subjects. Show them that you, you know how to party. We are stocked for a party in the yes. cellar. Tonight. Oh, wow. Tonight. Tonight. Well, wait. Sounds like a hands-in kind of thing. Are we to tonight? <laughs> tonight! Yes! <laughs> and then a hand goes in on top of Rel. <laughs> I go ahead and put my hand in. I do it as well. Part of, in Nash's mind, he wants to tell you guys about an old film they showed him at the Solar Mines. When a bunch of people put their hands together and then don't you forget about me played after. But he's not going to do it. Okay. He feels like <laughs> it would be a mistake to ruin the, the moment here. All the same. Varel breathes deep and says, We are beyond heroes. We need a new name. We are rulers. Yeah. As, you, as you make that statement, you hear a commotion go on outside? Oh, shit. There's a little bit of banging. You hear some voices go, and then you hear a... On the, yes? Uh, sorry. Sorry to bother you. Uh, we have... Um, Melgor sends this one. This one to you. And you hear... <laughs> like, quiet. And you hear a... Boom. <laughs> no! Uh, uh, open the door. Uh, you open the door, and one of the guards stands, enters in, moves to the side, then another one comes in, and you see a, um, a manacled bok bok with, like, a cloth canvas wrapped around his mouth. He's like... Let him out. Let him free. Him. Okay, and the guard kneels down and undoes the manacles and uh, and then takes off the gag, and then bok bok no. like, bites him on the helmet, and is like... Does yeah, Varel. Get in there, Varel. Tell him! I'm gonna grab him by the loincloth and pull him back to me. And he goes, I'll, I'll nod to the guard. Thank you. Of course. Um, of course. Mixing up accents. Uh, and they, 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 they bow in... What's the saying? In Jogalomesh. And they both bow to you and exit but just as you exit you see angel ashley in the doorway going nash you in there 
and the door closes. I'm here. <laughs> Quick, we need a name, and then we can go. <laughs> uh, rulers of the wastes. <laughs> it feels like that's where we're, where he was headed with that. You uh, really tapped into the wells of uh, creativity there with that one, didn't you, Nash? <laughs> well, it seemed like that's where we're, where Varel was headed. So we're no longer heroes of the ways, he says. He says we're rulers. I just took the natural next step, but i I don't have a I don't have <laughs> I don't have skin in this game, as they say. You call me what you want. As a, as a player, do you have skin in this game? Or well, yeah. But I, don't, <laughs> I just mean I, just I don't know if it's character RP or if it's got me like ah, who cares. No, no, no. I'm saying uh, Nash. Nash generally doesn't care what anyone's called. He will always be Nash Magard of the Solar Mines. It's all that matters to him. And he's loyal to this team, but what we're called is not important to him. Well, did you have something in mind, Pharrell? I merely meant to inspire. It will come oh. to us in time, then. Yes. Bok Bok? <laughs> and then Goblin, I'll say to him, you shall be trained. As a squire. He looks down and goes, Squire fresh! <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Eat squire! <laughs> well, shall we? Out the door with heads high. Alright. And you proceed to exit with your heads high. Um, are you going to go and tell people about this party, or is there a plan? Uh, yes, I have those two guards that were guarding the door, correct? Mm-hmm. I uh, will come out, and I'll turn to them, and I'll go inform whoever needs to be told. Everyone celebrates tonight. We will drink this fortress dry. Uh, yes, my lady. I will, um, I will fetch, I will fetch uh, Fula. He's the master of revels. He will know what to do. Thank you. Yeah, I will send them to you right away. They oh, have a master, master of, of revels. Yes. And, and Juggalom <laughs> as Kamenok. Congratulations, Hope. A master of revels. I didn't know. That is That's fine indeed. Fancy. As you exit the room, Angela, she runs up to you, Nash, and goes, oh, thank you. And then she kisses you deeply. All right. Are you are still uncomfortable with this? Do you want to no, kiss no, Nash? No. Want to kiss back? I'll or? kiss back. I'm, I'm happy to see her. I'm still a little shocked that she's not dead, though. Okay. So you passionately kiss her back, and you put an arm around her under, you know, both one arm under, one arm under, and then your baby hand comes crawling out. Oh, <laughs> also, <laughs> and also hugs her. She goes, ooh. She looks at it and giggles and thinks it's all right and continues. She thinks it's all right. She's into your baby arm, man. <laughs> She's perfect. Yep, find a girl that loves you for your baby arm. Yeah. That looks at you the way she looks at your baby arm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and we'll sort of we'll sort of zoom out of this scene where uh, there's a PDA going on and, and Hope and Varel and Stanley and Bok Bok are watching it and Bok Bok hand kind of reaches into his pants and, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes fresh uh. and. Uh, <laughs> And then you and your baby hand and Angela Ashi are making out. Yeah. And so we get to the point, ladies and gentlemen, where this arc of the story is concluding. Wow. And 
I don't know if you want to play act some more scenes with the revelry and things of that nature, but effectively, congratulations. You've you've rescued Tiet Kala, we'll say, for now, from the clutches of evil. Mm-hmm. And uh, congratulations to Hope on becoming a queen. Oh, thank you. Nice. And the way that we're going to proceed with this next little bit is that I think uh, several months will pass as you come into your own as queen. This leaves the players a lot of options as to what they would like to do in that time. And if you don't know what it is now, you don't have to. Certainly, if you give me that information on Slack, I uh, hope about what people had asked you to do. Mm-hmm. I can come back with the results. But um, if you have a sense of what you would do with some time as the days turn into weeks and you begin your education and you begin grappling with questions like, can I have Sire Air? Um, what do I? What are my priorities with respect to rebuilding Tietkala? All those things I'd be interested in knowing, so that when we pick back up, Tietkala will be in some shape of rebuilding, mm. and you guys will have perhaps undertaken some objectives of your own. As we pick the game back up on the next arc, you will be at level seven. Sweet. Woo-hoo. So part yeah. of this time off will be to maybe learn that new spell or train in the ways of combat or study in some ways to progress your character in that manner. I'm so excited. All right. So we don't have to have all the answers now, but certainly I will take down anything anyone is interested in or any questions uh, regarding this, uh, what would they say, this more positive time of your life as... I think, generally speaking, Tietkala will become a stable kingdom, and people will know, if not happiness, at least a little peace. Can you can you give us a an idea on what that how much time that is? Like, I'm thinking the, roughly three months. Okay, about I'm three months, of ninety days of living and settling in and doing our thing. Yeah, maybe um, Nash, for example, if you said that you wanted to settle down with Angelashi and try and have a baby, mm-hmm. I can write that down. I'm a little worried about the how we do it. I don't have I'll get back to you on the results of it. What, I, what I'd like to know is what you guys intend to accomplish. Okay. And I'll tell you if it works or not. Maybe we'll roll some dice to figure it out offline. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have more questions. But uh, yeah, the, just, just for conclusion's sake, Hope, you do speak to your master of Rebels, Fula, and he prepares the most wondrous of parties and you drink yourself into a stupor. Maybe Nash got Angela Ashley pregnant that night. I don't know. <laughs> He might have said no, like I counseled him to, if he really doesn't want to do that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I like the idea of getting pregnant. You know, I, I have an idea, but I'll, I'll tell you offline my idea. I have an idea. Yeah. I don't know if the queen feels that she can take from any of her subjects in order to satisfy, if that's a thing or not, but maybe that's uh, tonight you get lucky too. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. No, Hope's jumping. I don't know if Stanley or Varel or... or <laughs> interested in that kind of adventure at the you know you are a hero after all and great men (laughs) you deserve a little uh uh, side nookie is what he's saying no stanley's not interested yet (laughs) i can't wait till the monastery arc where stanley joins the monastery (laughs) i know you've had a real problem with his uh i'm like he's the bard he's the one that should be laying the most seed hey you know what go against type sometimes yeah not criticism just uh a um, observation. You're, you're us- usurping my expectation. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. So 
congratulations. Everyone give yourself a round of applause. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. We've all lived and survived. A couple of hairy moments. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of parties don't make it to level seven because they die or they just stop playing Dungeons and Dragons. So <laughs> <laughs> congratulate yourself on both fronts. Yeah. Feels um, good. And for the listeners out there, this also constitutes our first year of playing this campaign. And I got to say, I've played a lot of D&D, but most campaigns peter off after like a couple months. Mm-hmm. So this is the longest stretch I've ever played D&D for with the same characters and the same people. Um, and I think it's a, we're not only are we going to do a break here for the three months, uh, we're also planning for the show mm-hmm. to take a little time away from this campaign. Mm-hmm. Don't anyone panic. It might be, have we decided it's one to three weeks? Uh, I can't remember what we decided. Did we decide? I don't remember. We didn't decide, but we can talk about it now on the show. Yeah. There's no reason not to talk about this on, on the show now. And, um, but uh, what's going to happen is during that time, I'm going to go take away all that I've learned in my first year and come up with another, hopefully, you know, fun and engaging uh, second year for our adventures in what we're sort of loosely calling the Dragon Engine campaign, I think, is what we're almost codenamed Dragon Engine anyways for now. So this campaign, uh, some of what we wanted to do next week is I think we wanted we've heard a lot about you from the listeners about you know, what happened if this would have happened and what was Hope thinking when she was slept with Tedna and everyone found out about that, right? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Um, and, <laughs> you know, things of that nature. So uh, we want to do like a retrospective and I think that's what we'll do next week. So we will be here with another episode on Saturday, mm-hmm. but we're going to take a look back. So uh, Scott, the place to send their questions would be just go to the website, go to there will be dungeons.com. And there's a contact link up at the top, hit that. And you can send us whatever you want. The other option is uh, reply to us on Twitter at there be dungeons uh, with, and it doesn't have to be a reply. It can actually just be a random tweet, but to use the hashtag TWBD. So hashtag TWBD. That way I can filter through them if you'd rather do that. So you have the email contact website option, or you can do that and uh, we'll get them. We'll get them that way as well. Yeah. So get us your we'll questions. We'll, we'll, we'll take lots of questions. We'll go, if we have three hours worth of questions, we'll do three hours worth of questions. We'll go as long as it makes sense next week. But mm-hmm. uh, part of the fun of playing D and D is not only playing it, but talking about the game. And mm-hmm. that's something we don't have a lot of, unless you hang out on the live show after or before a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so we think, I think that'll be a lot of fun. And then in between week two and week three, uh, John wants to try DMing again. Mm-hmm. So we're going to figure out. He's got a very interesting little world he's built up, and I know I'm super intrigued by it. So we may run a one-shot or two or three-episode mini campaign uh, during the interim while we get uh, year two prepped up for There Will Be Dungeons, yep. uh, the Dragon Engine campaign. So. Again, congratulations, and I want to thank each and every one of you for being amazing players. I think one of the messages I get the most of throughout the year is, how do you get your players to like not interrupt each other, to role play so much, <laughs> um, to be like they're funny and entertaining? And I'm like, I did nothing. I, I it's not it's not a DM do, uh, advice that I could give that would make each of you the way that you are. Uh, so. So thank you for being great players to play with. Yeah, a lot. Of, I get that all the time as well on the outside, like just messages. I'll get a lot of PSs for other shows, like a, another show. I'll get an email for the instance, and they'll say, P.S., I'm curious, uh, who 
who told or you know whose idea was it to have Varel be uh, stoic and so uh, you know victory minded that he sometimes is just completely horrible in social situations or something like that. And my answer is that's pure Varel. Like that doesn't come from anything. There's no book. There's no whatever. That's just Kyle finding this place that we all think is awesome and hilarious and running with it. And I think that's pretty much true across the board. So I actually don't know how he does it. I don't either. Impressive. It's really good. Yeah. It's some of my favorite stuff. I feel like I feel like he is Varel. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks for building the world that we can have yes, these characters hi. in, man. Like it while sometimes we've pressed you and it's been accidental there is repeat dare i say genius in the world that you've built mm-hmm. and it is a savage world that and, has been a delight to play in. and the yeah. callbacks man yeah the callbacks are so good They're really strong forget about something and then 10 episodes later throwing it back in there oh it's good yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's it's a satisfying feeling when that stuff works for sure. Like Angela yeah. Ashley today. Ah, yeah, <laughs> I, I made back. you think she was dead. Yeah, so. and you were. I mean, Pod died, and she really died. But you can be mad at John for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh! <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't kill her. Um, yep. I will true. say a little behind the scenes. I told Scott I intended to kill her before that. He, he did. He, he basically what he said to me is, "says I don't want you to feel like oh, I knew about it too. Like I'm completely." hosing you here or that I'm trying to screw you on the show by doing this to a character you clearly like but this is what Diantalis would do and my response is he should 100% do whatever Diantalis would do and Nash will do 100% whatever his he's going to do however he's going to react and the truth is I think during these three months there's going to be some time for him to stew on what happened there and uh, you know, build up a little additional animosity that perhaps wasn't there before because he hasn't had time to calm down and think about it. So it, we'll see if a little PTSD uh, pod comes in. PTSD. Well, I'm interested. Yeah. I'm interested to actually hear. No, I won't hold you to it if you say it on the show, but interested to hear what you think your characters might do for that. Oh yeah, for sure. You already have an idea. PTSD now stands for Pod Traumatic Stress Disorder. Okay. So, so we'll Nash will be Nash will be formulating a plan of revenge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of Got some it. sort, yeah. That what I mean. I, I have to think about it hard because Stanley, as much as Stanley and I disagree sometimes, you know, he's he's not the problem here. So I have I have thoughts on that. And don't say it if you intend to keep it a secret because you may split off and do your own things. I kind of thought maybe Varel was going to go sketch out Principal City, you know, during that time. Who knows what they'll be doing? He, over the three he months, could. So. Yeah, yeah he could. I am tempted to do that, but I'm also kind of in love with the idea of. Varel putting on a suit and running Charlemagne's for three months. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would call it Varel's now, or would you keep Charlemagne's name? Oh, it'd be called the Golden Scales. Oh. I love it, dude. He already has a name for it. I like it. <laughs> this is this is some serious thought. He's like, yeah. I picture him with the the rag over his shoulder, another rag cleaning out a cup. He's like, would totally. you like the coffee? With- the black jacket, the white shirt parted, so the eyeballs just looking out of it, you know? <laughs> That's amazing. Bok Bok working the kitchen in the back. Oh. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> and people never getting exactly what they order because nope. it's Bok Bok that makes it. Yep. And you're lizard folks, so you can't really tell what it's supposed to look like. So you're like, here's your eggs. And it's like looks like cat food or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that idea. Really but like the that beer's idea. cheap, so people keep coming to your establishment. <laughs> that's great. 
<laughs> That's a great I idea. Yes, for Stanley, uh, it would be a couple things. Seeing as we're gonna we're gonna go over it, I guess I can just ask you right away. Yeah, uh, we can talk about it now. Is George's family still alive? Uh, oh, you want so that's the thing you would want to go out and do. I'd save that for you'll find out. Oh, okay. So, so, so that, what uh, you would say to me is, I guess national. You kind of already said it. National, I'll go pay a visit to the Miller family mm-hmm. to right. offer their respects. So, I mean, the the way I I think it would go, and and this would be just my plan, and we can decide if that's something we play out or not. Is I would take Nash below where George is buried. We would pop him out of the earth. I would cast Speak with Dead, find out where his family lived, who they were, and what his final words would be to his family. And rebury him, go find them, and then Nash can talk to him. I don't think Stanley would actually go. Okay. okay. I have that doll to return, so I'm doing that no matter what. Okay. Well, uh, we can, I'll be in communication with all of you to get these written down and get information back to you guys, and then we can sort of decide from there. Beyond uh, that, Stanley is going to do what he asked Hope about. He's going to try to set up a, whether he's a, considered a doctor, or he would work there to some degree, but he is going to try to set up some sort of medical clinic in okay, Trashburg cool. for the so people. So you're thinking like a hospital kind of a thing? Right. Perfect. I like how this is a challenge. Like, you know, when you do something you're bad at, and you're like, "No, I'm going to get good at this," because <laughs> you had, you know, you tried to be a doctor and it didn't go well, and you're like, "No, I can do this." Mm-hmm. So we got Pharrell the barkeep. We got Stanley the Doctor Billings. Doctor Billings. Uh, I mean, he, I, he, he, doing his residency. He it's not that he's going to be full doctor right off. He's he knows even if he could learn it, he's not going to be here forever. So. Part of it is managing the setup, yeah. but he would definitely do what he could because he also is in charge of keeping these chuckleheads alive right. half the time. Right. So yeah. seeing what Hope went through, seeing what everybody's gone through, he knows that he knows he's a healer. Yeah. He knows how what many, his role is. How many how many people in Dungeons and Dragons perform surgery and do amputations to save their, their friend? I mean, you are unique yeah. among players in that you've had that experience. That's true. I don't know. It's a rough one. Never even heard of it before. You, until you all it. participated. It wasn't like one guy's good at surgery. The whole party was part of it. I think that'll be one of my favorite moments of the past year. Like, we can talk about that next week. That kind of stuff. That was. <laughs> I love that. All right. Well, I'm really looking forward to that. I think I think the uh, watchers and listeners and everybody will as well. I think that'll be a really good time, and uh, we can talk about uh, the future, the past, and what we intend to do in the meantime. And when you guys so, see this little thing well, John worked up for his for his one off slash you know mini campaign, uh, you're gonna love it. Some really cool stuff in there. So I'm excited about that as well. Sorry, Bo, you were yeah, saying. Yeah, spoilers. Uh, Kristen's character is incredible. Yeah, spoilers. So is Bo's for that matter. You will yes. all love Bo's. Yeah. Mine. I don't want to force them into anything, so I don't want to say too much about either one. But oh my gosh, there's two characters so far, and I think they're amazing. Sweet. I need to get mine going. Uh, am, I, am I hearable right now, or am I getting lag? No, you're hearable. I hear you. Are, you, are we you lagging for you? I'm hearable. Yeah, I'm lagging on my end. Oh, um, yeah, so I just wanted to say, I think so where we'll wrap it, like, story-wise, the last sort of final moments of what's happening with your characters is at the party. You get drunk. Uh, you revel. I, no one here is going to go off brooding. 
and and that's sort yeah. of our last that's our that's our closing scene if i can leave listeners with one sort of final picture just picture the hall in tiet kala filled with tieflings and filled with alcohol and tables and rockiness uh, rockiness is yeah. angela she singing or no no she's been through a lot you're not gonna I mean, unless you what? want her Can to. What? Can we drunkenly She's got to have fans. Angela, so you got to sing. She has to have fans <laughs> there. The queen yeah. it. Okay. All right. So, you know, everyone sort of pressures her into singing, and she performs a few numbers during this as well All right. uh, for everyone. It's your party, and you're the queen, so she's not going to say no to you. Yeah. She can water my... <laughs> you're Good. like, sing, you damn that elf. I want. <laughs> she can She can water my delicate succulent later, if you know what I mean. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you do close the deal that night, then? Ash, well, you know, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm saying. I think you did earlier. I think we already established. Okay, this. then I did. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to make some rolls to see if uh, you're gonna be a father. Okay. I, I have. I have a really dumb idea about that that I will pass through you before we ever make a decision. I'm so excited. To hear I kind of. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of want Scott to have Scott's character to have a child to have, be expecting. Yeah. The fatherhood thing. He I loves am, children. He I loves do. family. And I yeah, and like, even Nash has thrown shown his his big weaknesses. He's a total sucker for this doll, George's kid. Uh, Pod. I, Pod was like a child. To Pod you, was right? like a my own kid. Yeah, I, I that's both me and this character. So I think it's fitting. But I have a very cool fantasy way to do this that I think <laughs> I think everyone's gonna like. So I'll share what to that. expect in the solar mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what to expect when you're expecting we used to have that book in the solar mines don't give me other ideas but yes i have an idea Bo. don't worry i'll shower you with it she soon. gave birth to a cactus nope it's so much like its father <laughs> <laughs> prickly it's and prick. yeah it's kind of a prick <laughs> and uh <laughs> it is green it's green yeah. nobody no good can come of him there you go uh, all right. Well, sweet. We'll uh, we'll we'll reconvene well, then uh, next week, and that's where we'll be. Thank you, everybody who's been with us so far. There's a few names in the chat today who have been here every single week since day one, yes. and have not missed a minute of what we've done. And I know there are people who listen to the podcast in the same way that can't be here live. Uh, just a big shout out to them for for being awesome and being here uh, each and every time that we do this. Uh, I think that's probably going to do it. I think if there's anything else I'm supposed to mention. Well, don't forget, you still get these signature tees real easy. Head on over to phoenixpearltea.com, or you can go to our site, therewillbedungeons.com. There's a link there. And grab one of our teas. Uh, today we gave away Fate 4 Cinnamon Walnut Smoked Black Tea. Uh, we'll do more giveaways in the future. But if you're looking for the TWBD Signature Tea Blends, they're all there, and we really like them, and they'll take good care of you as well. So go check that out. Uh, in the meantime, therewillbedungeons.com is the website. You can contact us there, find all our other in, uh, information there, and so on. We have some big, cool stuff coming to the site soon, so watch for that. Uh, I think that's everything. Bo, good job, everybody. Yeah, Thank that's you. it. Again, a final hand to listeners, players, and everyone for yeah, amazing. Well, and uh, enjoy enjoy the revelry. Yeah, have a, have, a, have, a, have a fun time. Go get drunk yourselves, is what we're saying. Yeah, and we'll celebrate. We'll see you guys next week. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.